Good morning, friends. I wonder if you heard this piece of music, you know what I'm going to talk about today. Your guess was uh, the title of today's message, uh, Changes, <clears throat> you're right. Uh, that's a golden oldie from a long time ago. It was back in 1971, believe it or not, David Bowie sang that song, Changes, Turn and Face the Strain. And believe me, friends, we have gone through lots of changes in these last five plus months. I know that my friends down at Angolan Hunt have gone from being uh, locked down to being locked in. We've also had lockdowns here. We're practicing social distancing. Uh, depending upon where you live, you're wearing face masks uh, all the time or just part of the time. There's isolation. You're pretty much stuck at home. There's a lack of social contact with family and friends. You've gotten used to, perhaps, church online, Bible classes online, uh, Zoom visits with family and friends. And then, of course, there's the political climate as we're preparing for a presidential election. And, of course, we've got protests and riots and on and on and on. So, yeah, ch 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 changes turn and face the strain. But I've got some good news in spite of all of these to, to, to changes we've had to deal with this past five, six months. In this time, God has changed zero percent. In a year where so much has changed, there's one person who defies all the odds. Hebrews 13.8 tells us Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. I want you to think about this. God is just as loving. He is just as kind. He is just as merciful and just as much control as he always has been. And he'll always be that way. He is not nervous in heaven right now as he watches CNN or Fox News. He's not pacing back and forth, wringing his hands, wondering how we are going to get out of this mess. God is not sitting there biting his fingernails on the eternal throne as he sees the alarming statistics brought on by the coronavirus or the overall political, social, racial climate in our country or even in this entire world. And even if you do not know what to make of all things happening in 2020, you can trust in his promise 
that in all things God will work for the good of those who love him. Now, we know that churches, uh, my church, your church, they've changed. Some churches are still not meeting in person. The church I attend, Praise and Worship here in Branson, has been shut down. We actually built a new building. We're in it for about four weeks, out of it for a week or two, back in it, and then been out of it, and we will not be back in it again until next Sunday. But we know because of that, churches had to change. And then, quite honestly, they needed to change. And they're probably going to look quite different than they did five months ago. In fact, some church consultants say that perhaps as many as one out of every five churches will not reopen. But friends, take comfort in the fact that this is God's church. It's not our church. I want you to fast forward to the end. I mean, after all the crazy ups and downs that have come since the beginning of time, God always wins. His church always wins. The gates of hell never win. In fact, the gates of hell cannot prevail against our God. I mean, this all-powerful, all-knowing, fully in control God is still the same. And the way he feels about us is still the same. This God, who would send his very own son to suffer and die for us on that horrible cross. Boy, if that's not a great illustration of the fact that he's not mad at us, but rather he's madly in love with us. Wow. That's why we need to continue to proclaim Jesus in all things. My word of encouragement to you today comes from Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 to 3. And really, it's just an encouragement today for all of us to keep running the race together. The word goes this way. Therefore, and by the way, every time you see that word therefore in Scripture, you ought to ask what it's there for. Well, go back and read the previous chapters and see if you can figure it out. But therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses. Now, those could be heavenly witnesses, but they're also earthly witnesses who cheer us on. It says, let us throw off everything that hinders. Whether it's a pandemic, whether it's unrest, whatever it is. The sin that so easily entangles. And boy, you only have to be on Facebook or Twitter or something like that to see that sin is there entangling even Christians as they join in all of the nasty comments, and all the criticism. Instead, it says, let us run with perseverance. Have you ever watched people, sprinters or racers, you know, that are just straining towards that finish line? That ought to be the life of a Christ follower. We strain and we run with perseverance. This race marked out for us. You know, from the day we were conceived all the way up till our final breath, We are straining toward that goal, the goal of heaven. And the best way to run is always, as this scripture goes on to say, fixing our eyes on Jesus. I mean, look ahead. Don't look to the side. Don't look over your shoulder. Philippians says, you know, don't look back. Keep pressing on to keep your eyes on Jesus, the pioneer. In other words, the one who's gone ahead of us, cleared the path. He's the perfecter of our faith. He's the one who encourages us. And why do we do this? Well, because 
This is what the writer to Hebrews says about this Jesus. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross. Can you wrap your head around that? That Jesus endured the cross out of joy. Joy. And he did it for you and me. He scorned his shame. That cross was the most horrible way to die in his day. And when it was all over, he sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinners so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. That's really my message for all of us today, friends. Changes. Turn and face the strain. No, we're not going to turn. We don't need to face the strain because our Jesus has gone ahead of us. Jesus, who is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus, the loving God, the kind God, the merciful God, the just God. He's prepared a place for us, and we press on to meet him there. Until next time, see the vision, live the mission and feel the passion. God bless.